Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. You're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Gemini season in 2021. Something new we're trying out this season is transcriptions. If it works better for you to read than listen, you can now find the written text for your horoscopes at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscopes section. Embodied Astrology horoscopes are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. You can find more information about the extended content subscription in the show notes or on our website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Hello Capricorn friends, you are listening to your month ahead audio horoscope for Gemini season, May 20th through June 20th. This is Embodied Astrology and my name is Renee. I always recommend that people listen to the horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com. And when you tune in with horoscopes, remember that you are tuning in to mystical advice for 12 possible variations of an infinite amount of energy. Horoscopes are not speaking to your personal chart. They are speaking to your solar archetype or your rising sign. Um, So listen for what works. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you. Trust your own intuition as you listen. Okay, Capricorn. Well, first of all, I just want to acknowledge how much you have been through, how much you are going through and how much you are changing. You folks, you Capricorn folks have really been through such an incredible transformation. You are still in it. And this is at least the last 13 years of your life. Um, At least since 2008, 2009, you have been experiencing the effects of Pluto moving through your sign. And that transit is going to end in a couple of years. You're almost done. But as I'm tuning in with Gemini season, I am really feeling that the transformative process is now reaching a very different place in your consciousness. And though you have been growing and evolving and changing and learning this whole time, something is happening right now that is really important. And the thing that's happening, I think, is that your brain is changing in a really significant way. You are changing your mind and you are recognizing where you have agency in a way that you didn't recognize before. And this feels like uh, a process that I think is also collective. I think it's something that our whole world is going through and Capricorns 
um, as beings, as carriers of this archetypal energy, are experiencing it, it, experiencing it in their personal ways. Um, but what this feels like to me is a kind of deconditioning. It feels like a shedding of false ideas about who you are and who you have to be and what is important and what makes you a valuable, worthy person in the world. And you're recognizing where you have had thought patterns that have been shaped by the dominant status quo, by the supremacist powers in the world, whether that is capitalism, white supremacy, cis-heteropatriarchy, they all work together. Those systems and conditions affect us all, and they certainly affect how we see ourselves and view ourselves and understand purposefulness and the point of our lives. And something is happening for you right now, and it feels like you are waking up to something. You are recognizing how you have been complicit, how you have allowed yourself to be taken over by certain ideas, how you have participated with certain ideas that have not been for your best well-being. And now you are changing your mind. And this change in your mind comes with a heightened capacity for sensitivity. It comes with the ability to listen more deeply to yourself, to your embodied experience, to um, your vitality, to your life energy, to your heart, uh, to your your spirit and what I might call like your childlike innocence. There is more sensitivity when you listen to others in the world. And it feels like you're able now and over the next several months and years to listen in ways that you can actually hear what's happening and you don't have to take it personally. And that doesn't mean that you aren't touched or moved by what you're hearing or what you're listening to. But I think that you're developing a different kind of discernment and you're understanding which battles are yours to fight. And we can deeply care and have compassion and empathy and involve ourselves uh, in the struggles for others without taking on the struggle as our own. And when we can find the ways where our struggles intersect, that's, I think, the, the key. It's the clue. Um, taking on another person's struggle or another person's pain as your own uh, is codependency, right? It's enmeshment. Recognizing where structural forces create struggle and create pain that affect people but affect us differently but we're still affected by the same source and we're going to have a different, potentially different approach in how we seek to um, move against that source or remediate it. This is where I feel you moving. It's like in some ways you may have been identifying your personal power around the ways that you could control or influence others or the world. And what's happening now is that you're recognizing your personal power is the way that you can really embody yourself. And you can't change other people. You can't change the world. You can change yourself. And you as a being in relationship and as a being in the world 
will then be a force of change. But the change that you create has to begin, it has to originate internally. And if it is not originating there, if it is initiated in some kind of desire you have for other people to be different or for circumstances to be different, then you keep yourself stuck in the same patterns. And this is what I feel changing for you in your chart. I feel your values and self-worth are being realigned, that you are understanding parts of yourself to be incredibly valuable. And these are parts of yourself that you haven't seen before. You haven't understood them in the ways that you are seeing them now. And this is allowing you to let go of misplaced value systems. It's allowing you to let go of superficiality, of judgment, of the ways that you put yourself outside of yourself. And as you come into yourself, you're becoming more sensitive. You're becoming more sensitive to life as an energy. You're becoming more responsive to truth <laughs> and, you, and to your truth, right? To your living truth, the truth of your body, the truth of your own experience. This allows you to be more sensitive to others and in the world. And again, that sensitivity is an uncoupling of wanting to control or fix or save anybody else. As you become more sensitive, you recognize that your capacity to help other people is in your presence and in the kind of responsibility you take for yourself within your relationships and within your actions, reactions, and decisions. Now, over the course of Gemini season, there's a lot that's going on. There are um, three retrograde phases beginning and two eclipses that are coming up, and that's a lot. And Gemini for you is an interesting energy in your chart. And if you have natal planets or, or placements in Gemini, then you might be more familiar with this kind of energy. But Gemini and Capricorn are very different energies. And so with all the emphasis on Gemini right now throughout this season for sure, but also this year with eclipses in Gemini, there is a kind of um, strange and uncomfortable provocation for you to be and do in ways that might feel very bizarre and very unfamiliar. And it's like you're, you're getting asked to adjust and readjust yourself in, into positions and into ways of being that you might never have really considered you wanted to, or it was like, you know, it, it, these choices, like maybe you knew that they existed, but they existed way off in the periphery of your vision and you were never focusing on them before. And now you recognize that you need to do things in different ways. And this means your day-to-day -day has to shift. And in your day-to-day, -day, the first thing that we have is your perception, your consciousness. How are you meeting your days as you come into them? Um, are you the kind of Capricorn that wakes up with your to-do list ready to go and conquer the world? Um, what would it be like to wake up and instead of moving right into your productivity and tasks, um, to sit for a moment and really ask yourself, where are you compelled? And what is honest for you right now? rather than what was honest for you last week when you wrote that to-do list or 
two decades ago when you decided what you were going to be doing with your life or something like that. You need change right now and you need to change your day to day. And that means that you need to shift your consciousness and you need to shift your perspective. The, the more different decisions that you can start making, I think the better. And I do want to honor that there's a whole lot of, of instability in the world right now, a lot of instability for each of us personally. Everybody is going through a lot of changes. And so it may be that you want to, you know, keep on, keep a hold on your routines or something like that, because routine can certainly help us um, maintain the idea of stability and to a certain extent to feel stable. Um, not that routines can't actually support stability, but right now for you, I would say disrupt the routine. Try new things. Even if you're doing, you know, the same thing, even if you're going, I still need to exercise every day, do a different kind of exercise. Do it in a different location. Do it with a different teacher. Listen differently. Orient yourself differently. How much can you change? You have so many opportunities right now to change and you need to change. Now there's support for you to change and there's support for you, first of all, from friends. Secondly, from your own um, kind of willingness to learn, to reach out, to investigate uh, variety and opportunity. Um, and of course, from yourself, right? From your own best interest, this feeling of you can shift something. You want to move into a different way of being, so you have to learn more about it. Now, the first 10 days of Gemini season from May 20th until pretty much the 1st of June bring a lot of emphasis on change. There's a lot of feeling of things shifting, of you orienting differently, perceiving differently, wanting to perceive differently. And anytime we're trying to change our mind and change our habits, um, it's a kind of a, you know, one step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. And so you have to be willing to go through this adjustment phase. And I'm going to say it's going to take you all year long. And this month or this season, there is a, um, a flooding of opportunity for you to do this change because you're stimulated by it. On May 23rd, uh, Saturn, your ruling planet, is going to station retrograde in Aquarius. And this gives you... Uh, um, I've used the word opportunity so many times. This gives you a window of time in which it is important for you to really examine uh, questions of value and worth. So there's your self-esteem and self-worth first. I mentioned this before, but how do you orient around what you think is valuable and important about you? What do you think or what have you thought that you had to give to the world and this would create the resource that you need or would bring in the relationships that you need or give you the jobs that you need or something like that? Re-examine it. You have from now until October with Saturn's retrograde to really do some kind of retrospective, some reflection on self-esteem and self-worth. How are you valuing yourself? And in this question of values, critique societal values, critique your value systems. 
If you think that you are valuable because of your beauty, because of your money, because of the job title that you hold, what are the systems that have created those sets of values? Because valuing ourselves on something that is temporary and ephemeral, like a physical uh, attribute, or something that is completely, um, you know, a fantasy, like money, you know, something that human beings have created as a system of value, goes so deeply against life as an essence, right? If you look out into the natural world, the earth and the spirit, the great spirit that made the earth, isn't valuing um, ephemeral forms more than others, right? Like there is an entirety of emergence in the natural world and every little piece plays a part. The, the microbiome of a, <laughs> of, a, of a pond, right? Or uh, the flapping of the butterfly's wing means just as much as a mountain range. Everything is affecting everything. If you have set up systems of value for yourself that are rooted in supremacist ideologies of value, start taking cracks at them, you know, try and break those walls down. And as you do this, you want to be rethinking how you are creating value in the world and what it is that you are doing to bring value into your life. We all value different things. Obviously, we live in a time uh, where people need resources and a lot of people need money as a, as a main resource. So what are you doing to earn your money? What are you doing to attract the resources that you need? There are other kinds of things that you might value. Relationships are certainly one of them. Community is certainly one of them. How are you going about pulling what you want and need into your life? My feeling is, is that you want to look inside and really determine what is valuable about you intrinsically, essentially, and cut through um, the false identifications with what is not actually you what's about some kind of figment or fantasy or construction. On May 26th, there is an eclipse in Sagittarius at five degrees of Sag. If you have planets or points in early Sagittarius, take note of them. They'll be important to consider with this eclipse and full moon. This is a time for you to meditate, to take time to be with yourself, to go inward, to get quiet, to tune in with your intuition, and also to open up to any kinds of uh, spiritual practices that you have, guides, guardians, helping ancestors. You can reach out into the liminal spaces and the unseen realms, including your inner space, your inner deep psyche, and pray. Uh, work through ritual, work through prayer, work through meditation, work through dreams, and release what is not yours to hold on to anymore. Particularly at this time, I would um, kind of steer you towards thinking about or meditating on um, worldviews of your ancestors that have been uh, carried over, that you have inherited. And these worldviews are definitely or can definitely be steeped in religious ideologies as well as cultural paradigms. Um, anything that is going to be illuminated as you look at your value systems, right, you can probably trace into some kind of ancestral thread. And so you might use this full moon and eclipse to do some healing work for previous generations in your lineage, whether or not you're blood related. You know, we're impacted by ancestors culturally as well as familially. 
And so if there's some kind of ritual or even just a meditation or an idea or a journal entry um, where you give focus to releasing what you have inherited in terms of belief systems and worldviews that are toxic for you, letting them go. On May 29th, Mercury is stationing retrograde. Mercury will be retrograde until June 23rd. It's retrograde between 24 and 16 degrees of Gemini. Before and after the retrograde, there's also what's called the shadow period. This is when Mercury is moving direct between 16 and 24 degrees of Gemini. Um, and that shadow period began on May 15th and it will end on July 7th. This entire period of time is a time for you to be looking at your life in its practical, logistical kind of forms, your day-to-day, -day, your responsibilities, your chores, your jobs, your labor, how you take care of your body, brain, heart, <laughs> psyche. Um, you are changing right now and you want to change, and I've said this already, but you have to change your mind and you want to change your day-to-day. Working with mantras and affirmations could be particularly helpful at this time if you're trying to rewrite some deep-rooted patterns. Working with writing as a form right now can be very helpful as you move through layers of deconditioning and release. And talking, sharing, communicating. Uh, trusted friends and therapists are great. Um, Get it out there. You, your mind is shifting right now and you want to help your mind shift by uh, utilizing language and symbolism and gesture. Read, listen, learn from other people who are sources of inspiration for you and then respond to them in some way. Just engage yourself in any kind of exchange and conversation with the new ideas that you're trying to adopt. You can read, listen, learn, and converse with people that you'll never meet. <laughs> Just think about how you want to respond, right? Write a journal entry in response. The last couple days of May and the first couple days of June uh, bring in a lot of water energy. And for you, the feeling that I have is that there is a big opening for you in relationships coming in right now. This may mean actual people. This may mean your energy towards people and towards yourself. It feels like you get infused with an understanding um, of what it is to be lovable and to love. You get a lot of support for connecting with others and you get the most support when you move into relationships from a place that is deeply self-loving. And so this deep self-loving place, I'll say it again, has to do with you orienting towards and honoring what is essential about you, not what is temporary, okay? Not how you looked when you were 18 years old, not the money that you made last year, not the car that you drive, not the clothes that you wear. It's like that shit is temporary. Orient your value on what is essential and timeless about you. Feel your spirit, feel your heart, love your spirit, love your heart, then move into relationships. So much different than if you're going into relationships thinking that people are valuing you because of what you're wearing, because of the job that you have, etc., etc. Um, as we move into June and the last two weeks of Gemini season, June 5th through the 20th, there is a kind of big wave of this um, changing your mind kind of vibe and energy. 
you get fired up during this time to clarify enmeshments, to cut cords, to release yourself from ways of being that uh, are rooted in like weird twisted patterns in your psyche and unconscious and subconscious. If you are involved in relationships that um, are unhealthy or that have like unhealthy mechanisms in them, weird entanglements, this is a period of time um, actually from uh, kind of mid-June, early June until the end of July that you have a ton of support to cut those cords or to clarify those cords. It's like you have this warrior energy and the warrior is your heart and your heart is going, I need clarity. I need to insist upon my own uh, self-love and I'm going to be creating boundaries for that self-love and around that self-love. And in certain places, you may be dissolving boundaries. You may find that as you understand how you really want to value yourself, value your time, energy, relationships, etc., that there are certain ways of being and uh, upholding certain barriers that you just no longer need and you can let them go. During these period of days, these two weeks or so, there are <clears throat> a lot of waves of tension and frustration kind of rippling through our emotional atmosphere. I really want to encourage you during this time to work with your breath. <coughs> I cough as I say that. Um, to work with your breath. When you work intentionally with your breath, you're also working intentionally with your brain. And there's a lot of theory and literature out there in the world on this. You could um, look into pranayama, which is a, a one name that people use for breath work. And pranayama, especially coming through uh, yoga traditions and Ayurveda, um, will kind of illuminate the ways that the breath and the mind work together. And I think that this is incredibly important for you at this time. You really want to steady your mind and you want focus. You don't want to be distracted by forces that would agitate and disturb you. And so working with your breath daily will be really helpful. And again, especially the um, th through June and July, I would say solid breathwork practice every single day. It could be three to five minutes a couple of times a day where you just tune in and watch your breath. It would be so helpful. On June 10th, we have a second eclipse. This is a new moon. This eclipse is conjunct Mercury retrograde. It occurs in Gemini. Gemini rules your solar sixth house. This is the place that I've been focusing your health, your day-to-day, -day, your rituals, your jobs, your labor, the mundane aspects of your life, which create a whole lot of container for the rest of your life. The way that you are taking care of yourself daily, and that includes what you're focusing on, who you're talking to, what you're thinking about, as well as all of your habits, rituals, and uh, jobs, have so much to do with everything, with, with your energy and how you're going to be using your energy for all other aspects of your life. This is an incredible time for you to set new habits in motion. I would recommend just tuning in with the energy that day, again on June 10th, and then in the weeks and months that follow, trying to commit yourself to whatever new patterns uh, you know are going to support you in this work. On June 14th, your ruling planet, Saturn, makes its second square with Uranus this year. Saturn and Uranus will square three times. The first was in February, the second is now in June, and then the third will be in December. 
These squares illustrate the Hallmark Astrology of 2021. They describe the need to change uh, and take calculated risks with a, a kind of community support. Um, we need to move into the future and we need collaborations and communities to bring us into a future. We have to let go of old paradigms, but we're not wanting to explode absolutely everything. There are some um, you know, pieces of value structures that maybe can still uh, grow and evolve as we move into a different kind of future and a different kind of world. For you, this means, uh, excuse me, for you, the way that I would interpret its meaning in your chart has to do with, again, your value and how you're orienting around your own worth and the necessity for you to include your essential nature within your value and to recognize and remember that your essential nature is love. It is joy. It is presence. It is spirit. It is not the money you make. It is not the fucking job title you have. You have to burn <laughs> that Capricorn, um, you know, structural stubbornness down. It's not about what you can make in the world. It's about who you are and your energy and you want to support your energy. And you know, when your energy is its clearest, that is what you want to value. That is what you want to prioritize. And that is what you want to build around. The day that the sun moves into Cancer is also the day that Jupiter stations direct, excuse me, retrograde and Jupiter will be retrograde also until October. This brings um, a need for you to, again, do some work around clearing your mind. If you have details in your life that are taking up attention, that you know are distractions for you, that you know are disturbing your mind. Between the end of June and the beginning of October is a great time for you to start to clear them out, make the adjustments that you need, uh, disinvest, disentangle from what is eating up your energy, and get ready because next year you want to be expressing yourself in really different ways with a lot more creativity, with a lot more of your heart and spirit integrated and intact. And I think that it has been for a while. This feels really exciting in your chart. I'm excited for you, my Capricorn friends. I hope any or all of that is helpful for you. If you want more astrology from me, please check out your year ahead reading. My 2021 reports are available for all 12 signs. They're an hour and a half long. They go through the major movements of this year with suggestions for working with the opportunities and the challenges. You can become a subscriber with me if you'd like to learn more about astrology and you can subscribe by donation. You'll get access to my month ahead calendars with worksheets to learn about your chart and applying astrology as it's happening with your chart. You'll also get access to my twice a month subscriber only meetups where we do this work together, exploring the month ahead astrology and reading it through our charts. Please follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram for regular astro updates. If you enjoy this work, please help it and support it. The number one way to support it is to share it with your friends and family and subscribe, rate, and give great reviews on iTunes podcasts. Your financial donations are super appreciated. They sustain this work and the team that makes it happen. You can make a one-time donation or a recurring donation and find more info on everything at embodiedastrology.com. Lots of love. Bye for now.